New Zealand's election over the weekend has resulted in a change of government, with a national-led coalition to take over from Labour. Pacific leaders fear they will have little to no voice as the new government takes shape. The former Labour government had 11 Pacific MPs, including Carmel Cipollone, as Deputy Prime Minister. But National only has two possible Pacific MPs, which will only be finalised after the special votes are counted. Caleb Fotheringham was at a Pacific community event in Christchurch on election night and filed this report. At a Pacific election watch party in Island Christchurch, most attendees opted to socialise outside instead of watching the results. Many in the Pacific community are worried about what the drop in representation will mean for them. I'm excited for change to come, but also nervous to what those changes are. I was at one point going to vote national, but the thought of a national act coalition to me smacks a bit of racism. They want the national-led coalition to deliver at a grassroots level. At a minimum, I'd hope that they would keep the ministries. I feel like I saw something that acted said that they want to just get rid of at least the Ministry of Pacific People and some others. I'd love to see New Zealand have more of a role in the infrastructure of islands like Niue so we don't have to rely on the Chinese to do it. Education for our young Pacific people, that's the one big thing that I want to see. Just last week, the now incoming Prime Minister Chris Luxon told RNZ Pacific he would not bow to act and get rid of the Ministry of Pacific Peoples. Our position very strongly is I've been supportive of the Pacific Peoples Ministry. I haven't been supportive of the management of it. I think when you have a $40,000 farewell, I think that's insane. Despite this, the Deputy Mayor of Waitaki, Hana Halalili, says she is disappointed about the results but is trying to be optimistic. Labour has usually supported our Pacific people and our well-being, so I can envisage there would be some significant cuts to some of the resourcing and funding that we have been able to receive to support a lot of our social and health outreach. Pacific community advocate Melissa Lama is also feeling disheartened. If we look at some of the campaigning slogans and narratives that particularly the right side national and active had throughout this election, it doesn't necessarily strength-based hope in, in what's to come for my future and, and my children's future. So I'm, I'm definitely gutted. I feel quite a bit, a bit low mood today. On current votes and with special votes still to be counted, Agnes Lohini, who is 25 on the list, has not made the cut. Another one of National's Pacific candidates, Cook Island's lawyer, Angie Nichols, is leading the Te Atatū electorate, but only by a very slim margin. Ms Lama wonders how the new coalition will make decisions for Pacific people. To me that's really scary to have one person represent a massive group of the New Zealand society who are visible in Aotearoa, which is us Pacific people. I just I can't get over that. At the moment, Dr Shane Ritty is the Pacific people's spokesperson. We spoke with him while he was on the campaign trail and this was his commitment to Pacific peoples. We know that attending to the cost of living, particularly attending uh, to inflation, is one of the most impactful things we can do. Tongan community leader Pakila Manasi Lua, who's leading the charge on fighting for justice for ongoing dawn raids, says National and ACT have made themselves clear on overstays. They don't support any pathway to residency for people who are overstaying or who may have been stuck here during the lockdowns and had no you know, other option but to try and find a way to settle. Pakilao says while there is concern for overstayers, he is still holding out hope the new government will surprise him. It was under a national government that the worst of the dawn raids occurred in the 70s. But they were also 
the first to put in an amnesty for overseas in 1977. And that's how our family got their pathway to residency. It was actually, ironically, during the time of Sir Robert Muldoon. The final number of Pacific MPs that make it into Parliament will be finalised after special votes are counted by the Electoral Commission by November 3rd. A national-led government has plenty to prove if they are to unite the country and win over the trust of Pacific peoples in the three years they are in power.